Reddit, what is the best comeback that works against all insults? I bet that sounded a lot cooler in your head. Once I saw an Am I the Jerk post where a bride was jealous of a guest because she was too beautiful and, quote, stole her day, even if she was perfectly elegant, and she was insulting her. The bride told her, So next time, can I come to your wedding in a wedding gown? The guest replied, If you think it'll help. And I found that epic. Anytime my mom would get called names or insulted, she'd shrug and just say, Everybody's gotta be something. I like this one, actually. I feel like it's the least argumentative comeback here. Deflecting people or responding with a witty thing can just rile them up. Source, psycho family, as they take it the same way as being ignored. This one gives a sort of illusion that you accept what they've said and they've already moved on from it. Like, I've heard what you said, I've taken it in, and I let it go before the bully even has a chance to process it themselves. I feel like there's still room for reconciliation after this response. It's important to remember the other person in these situations. Not because we should be empathetic towards their abusive choices, but because we should be empathetic towards their lead-up emotions. My five-year-old says mean things sometimes because he hasn't practiced patience and understanding enough. He's learned how to properly react, but he's not mature enough to utilize it properly every time he gets worked up. And this is not unexpected of a five-year-old. A lot of people much older than five are also similarly emotionally immature. My husband didn't have much practice with patience before he met me. Ten years later... And he's all mellowed out. I'm not perfect, of course, but I am confident in my ability to stay cool in the face of craziness, which helps me remember to think of the other person. When my husband used to get irrationally upset about tiny things and then redirect that upsetness at me, I always considered that he may literally never have had the chance to learn these things before meeting me. He was, emotionally, a five-year-old. I can't expect greatness until he's had the opportunity to learn how to be great in the first place. Although, I don't put myself through abuse for the sake of another person's learning experience. If I ever feel unsafe or uncomfortable in an abusive situation, I just leave. That's with my five-year-old and my husband. I always tell my son, you've got a little body, but huge emotions. So sometimes they spill out a little bit. I don't want you to hurt me and regret it later. As soon as you're done letting those emotions out, I'll come in and hug you. Just yell for me. Then he screams into his pillow or destroys some Lego structures and calls me in to comfort him when he doesn't feel like those emotions are spilling out as much. At the end of his anger outbursts, he always cries in regret for having been angry in the first place. That vulnerability point is where we practice coping mechanisms for his anger. I saw similar emotions in my husband 10 years ago, albeit less obvious. Angry adults are, internally, little 5-year-olds whose emotions are spilling over, and they're scared. Not an excuse but a shining light onto the anger process in their brains. Not sure where this rant came from today, but here it is. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. That sounds like something you would say. Dang, people are right about you. Well, I guess what everyone says about you is true. My dad told me to say this, and the typical bully type will generally go crazy thinking everyone talks about them behind their back. Just say okay and move on. People who insult want a reaction. Don't give it to them. I found out just asking why and putting them in a position to explain their insult which didn't have much thought behind it works well. Pull my earbuds out with a confused expression and ask, what? Hold a stare and blank face for at least three seconds and then ask in a concerning tone, are you okay? 
up your butt and around the corner. Worked when I was 10. Big fan of the pause for a beat, deadpan, and then some variation slash combo of, you done? Feel better now? Got that out of your system? Just that pause and little bit of patronizing tone while dismissing the childlike behavior usually does more to the ego than a counter insult. I'm a woman and my job basically boils down to arguing with attorneys who are mostly men with huge egos and a large helping of disdain for people they deem quote, beneath them. It's common for them to get pushy, loud, and insulting when they're not getting their way. That was intimidating at first, but now I look forward to it because it gives me an opportunity to use my favorite line. It sounds like you're getting a little emotional about this. Do you want to call me back when you've calmed down so we can get this done? This is always met with a delicious pause, followed by them either hanging up or launching into the most high-pitched screeching you've ever heard. Being called emotional by a woman who is perfectly calm breaks something in them, and it's my favorite thing. Never in my life would I have described an attorney as a quote, whiny baby type until I worked for a couple. Jesus Christ, you weren't kidding. Attorneys who are mostly men with huge egos and a large helping of disdain for people they deem beneath them? 100% all this. It was insane. Any woman non-attorney working for them was tasked to be their mom or maid. It was infuriating to see such a caste system in place in current times. They literally would ask you a question and then stop listening halfway through your answer. They'd hire you for one job only to end up getting another job babysitting the admin. Or the poor intern who just wanted to learn tax law was roped into cooking for the entire office. She was not trained to be a caterer, but was expected to be one. She finally just quit because she was tired of being told food service was now her job. It was an insane place to work at, and I think I made it six months before I realized working for these people were insane. At one point, I was working on my laptop, authorized, because we were waiting on my new equipment to show up and I had to bring in my personal computer in the meantime. The head partner knew this. His office manager knew this. I had been working about a month on my laptop and no one had an issue with it. One morning, this jerk starts screaming at me how using a personal computer was a security risk and how does he even know that I'm working on work and not personal stuff, etc. The guy was, quote, brilliant at being a lawyer, but couldn't remember a conversation from last week. He changed his mind constantly. We'd start a project only to have him abandon or change it completely the next week. It was insanity. It opened my eyes to what kind of people lawyers actually are. I think the worst part is, commenting on this before, how many people pop up and say how a lot of them are insufferable to work for like the ones I did. Alright, here's the 411. Say some gangsta is dissing your fly girl. You just give him one of these. You're not subscribed to Am I the Genius or Am I the Jerk, linked in the description below. And like the video while you're at it. TLDR, being in the trades gets you some good practice and comebacks. I'm an electrical apprentice. And when I first started, there was a bit of hazing and teasing from the journeymen. It never got too bad, mostly a lot of talk. One in particular was kind of on me one day, and since he was fairly young, just recently licensed, I just responded like, did someone treat you like this when you were an apprentice? Do you have some unresolved issues? Do you need a hug? Oddly, he never really responded, but I didn't have any trouble with him anymore. On the same job, the excavator accidentally broke our grounding grid. A big underground copper cable grid used to ground all the structures in the substation. So, I had to jump down, in the rain, into the hole to patch it up. It was wet and muddy, but I was wearing a full rain suit. 
Another older journeyman, who was my foreman and had worked for my father more than once, made a sarcastic remark along the lines of, We should take a picture. Wouldn't your daddy be proud? I just looked up at him and said, Well, I'm doing my job. I'm doing it well. And I'm not moaning and complaining about it. Yeah, he likely would be proud. I also had another apprentice yell at me, Stop talking to me like I'm a freaking moron. To which I responded, Stop talking to me like you're a freaking moron. I did kind of provoke him but he was being really dense. And basically takes all the wind out of their sails. They want to get a rise out of you, and responding like this doesn't give them the satisfaction. I once had someone say to me, Jesus, they let you out for the day and this happens? I had to laugh and give them that one. Stick your finger in your mouth slash cheek and pull it forward and out so that it makes a popping noise. There are many people who wouldn't be speechless after witnessing that during a conversation slash argument. Well, that's just like, your opinion, man. Just laugh out loud. If someone's trying to make you mad, acting like nothing they've said matters to you in the least and their attempts at making you feel bad or laughable will really take the wind out of their sails. I've done it. It's immensely satisfying. I once got punched in the face by a guy who had started trying to bully me in 7th grade. I don't know why, but I just started laughing. That uncontrollable, this isn't funny and it's not appropriate to laugh right now, but there's no way to stop it type laugh. It wasn't intentional, and I wasn't trying to freak the guy out, but he turned beet red, mumbled that I was a freaking psycho, and stalked away. He wouldn't even make eye contact with me through the end of high school, so that worked out well. I envy the people that don't know you. So is your face... Bold words for a man in white sauce distance. You freaking Americans will use anything except the metric system. There was a female gamer during a live stream, taking crap for some jerk she just beat. Without a pause, she drops, I'm going to screw your dad tonight and give birth to someone he actually loves. It's easy, guys. Just repeat what they've said back, but in a high-pitched, sarcastic tone. I find it works especially well in customer service when dealing with tricky complaints. I think I know the answer, Mr. Garrison. Shut up, fat boy. Hey, don't call me fat, you Jew. My dad told me to respond to bullying by saying, sorry about your family situation, and walk away, looking very sympathetic and sad. Like, you understand, and it's okay. I've caused a few breakdowns for sure. Yeah, well... The jerk store called, and they're running out of you. Just walk away while they're talking. It's probably the rudest thing you can do. Plus, you save your time, and if they call you a coward, smile in evil joy, as you know they'll be thinking about this for the rest of the week. I don't get why that's funny. Can you explain it to me? As soon as they start talking, I was just kidding. I don't actually care what you think. Hit him with the old, It doesn't matter what you think, like The Rock used to do. You want my comeback? You'd have to wipe it off your mom's teeth, Jimmy Carr. First of all, brush your teeth. Your mother was a hamster and your father smelt of elderberries. The anti-comeback is my favorite. A light breeze has more effect on me than someone insulting or bullying me these days. I couldn't tell you what the last five or ten people in my life that tried to publicly humiliate me even looked like. I never looked at them. What they were saying never made me miss a beat in whatever I was doing. They get so mad every time, try to bait me a few times, and then eventually give up. Meanwhile, everyone around me can hear and see what's happening. 
There's only one person that everyone is witnessing making a fool out of themselves, and it's not me. This, the no reaction, is the best reaction. I don't even entertain crap talkers, and if anything, let them have their quote, moment, as it gives a decent perspective as to where their heads are at. I moved into a new neighborhood a few years back, and I have no idea what I did to get on one of my neighbor's bad side. I've moved every 18 months of my life since birth, and lived all over the world, and it wasn't until almost 40 that I came across the most vile and disturbed neighbor I've ever had. Shortly after moving in, got invited to a little get-together, and do was projecting for almost an hour, straight giggling and laughing his butt off the whole time trying to get a rise out of me. He had spent some time looking me up online and was boasting about things he had found. I'm a former celebrity overseas, and my life is an open book, and I've had a few stalkers in the past. This guy took the prize for the most obsessed and weird. Weirdest interaction I've ever had when first meeting someone, let alone a new neighbor. Thanks to them, I cleaned up my online presence as I am no longer famous, was a long time ago, and don't bother with people younger than me anymore. We would have neighborhood watch meetings, and the guy or his boyfriend would make some snide remarks about my son's attire, I never gave them the time of day, and everyone could see them festering from their weird obsession with being so negative. I'm a pretty self-aware dude, and know if I'm committing a social faux pas, this dude apparently isn't. Let them keep talking without engaging, and it will speak volumes about them versus whatever it is they're accusing or bullying you for. Freaking weirdos. I'd give you a nasty look, but you've already got one. Oh, sweetie. Did that make you feel good? Oh. Just a dead-eye stare that lasts too long. No words. No one likes to screw with crazy. Sudden and overwhelming physical violence! Am I the genius? Am I the jerk? And their affiliated parties do not support, endorse, or condone physical violence. The opinions of Reddit users are their own and do not reflect upon the am I the genius or am I the jerk YouTube channels. Okay, thanks, bye. Well, I never. Good day to you, sir. I said good day. My husband has a bunch of uncles. One uncle is a real piece of crap known for screwing everyone over, but the family still protected him and acted like he was okay. Without going into details, the uncle pulled some dirty, illegal crap when my husband's dad died. Everyone in the family warned us beforehand that he might try to do something. So when he did it, I laid into him, telling him we had been warned he would do it. I told him he was no gentleman, he was a liar and a thief, who should be ashamed of himself. He left and went outside and started crying. The thing that hurt him was hearing that his family had warned us. I guess he had no idea how they truly felt about him, and being told he wasn't a gentleman was a deep cut. Where I trained, there was an old joke we used to say. Long-winded, but here you go. A young man goes to the circus on a first date and is sat on the ringside watching the acts when the clowns came in. One clown looked at the young man and steams over to him, getting right in the face. Screw off! Go on, get out! Embarrassed, the man leaves his date and leaves the circus. Full of shame and anger, he decides he's never going to be spoken to and belittled like that again. He studies hard, becomes a litigation lawyer, and becomes world famous in his field. He becomes known as the man who wins every case and can make grown men cry with just a withering look, but he can never forget the shame at his treatment from the clown. Many, many years after his initial visit at the circus, he returns, all prepared to get his own back, and finally, his moment arrives. The clowns walk into the ring. The clown immediately spots him and steams right over, getting in his face again. I told you before, screw off, go on, get out. 
The man stands up, the shame from all those years ago rising in him. He draws a deep breath, looks the clown straight in the eye, and stutters, Frick off, big nose! I told you it was long-winded, and also not terribly funny. However, it became the stock response in the workshop whenever someone needed putting in their place with an insult, and never failed to make the workshop laugh. Sidebar, I've been having some trouble trying to find some of the longer ones or the ones that are original, because there are five comments in a row that just say, no you, no you, no you, no you, no you. Like, it's funny the first time, and only the first time. I play hockey, and locker rooms can get fun with all sorts of crap talk flying around. My favorite was actually directed at me. I had a headache and nausea, turns out from a concussion in our previous game, and my teammate looked at me and says, I got a straw in my car. Confused, I say, a straw? And mate replies with, yeah, so you can suck the heck up and play. Hilariously brutal roast, and all in good fun. My wife normally says to her sister, should I build a bridge? When her sister says, why? She says, so you can get over it. Your mother should have eaten you while your bones were still soft. Hello, 911? Yes, this one, right here. Being a knob won't make yours bigger. There is no single, quote, best comeback that works against all insults, as different insults require different responses depending on the context and the individual involved. However, a general strategy for responding to insults is to avoid reacting emotionally and instead respond calmly and confidently. This can involve using humor to deflect the insult, questioning the validity of the insult, or simply ignoring the insult altogether. Ultimately, the most effective response will depend on the specific situation and the individual involved, and it's important to remember that not all insults require a response. Thanks, ChatGPT. Look them up and down, the whole body, and simply say with disinterest, you're boring. That will live in their brain rent-free for the next 40 years, guaranteed. For me, racial slurs have never been a trigger. At this point, I've been called all of them due to no one knowing what race I am, and my patience while being insulted either confuses or makes them more angry while I'm just taking verbal abuse. I'm a light brown Thai Asian, but I have the mannerisms and accent, according to my friends of every race, of a white American dude, and my looks do not scream Asian. I think this is evident because my eyes do not have an evident Asian look. As such, I've been confused for Japanese, Chinese, Australian, Burmese, Cuban, Mexican, Brazilian, Iraqi, Afghan, Black, African, Egyptian, French, Scottish, Eskimo, Inuit is correct, Eskimo is a slur, and the most stupid one, Muslim. Yes, a person said I looked like a Muslim, as if it was a race. Of course, the moment I start talking, having a Michigan accent throws off most people angry at me as they either try to comprehend what race I am and what insult to use against me, or most of the time, I bring them back to reality and they're trying to figure out whether it's worth wasting more energy. More, they caught themselves before saying something worse. When someone acted crazy in class, my math teacher would always say something like, a good doctor will help you to get rid of that. Got bullied in high school by a guy in a couple classes. One day, I finally had enough. Bully. Man, you're totally gay. Me. You must be also, since from what I can tell, you're trying to flirt with me every day. Bully's friends start busting up laughing. Me. I guess this is the point where you ask me out. Awkward silence from Bully. Him and his group leaves, never to torment me again. 
I bet you eat corn the long way. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot, linked in the description too. Either way, thanks a lot for watching, and we'll see you guys next time.